You are listening to episode number 13 here on the Fine Art of Adulting's podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Carrera, and I'm back today to share five tips to help you have a more productive, a happier, and an overall more stress-free 2021. In case you missed it, it's been a hot minute since I've uploaded anything on the podcast, but I have actually just recently gotten into a routine where I start recording my podcasts live on Instagram every Thursday morning at 9am PST. Somehow, I completely lost last week's episode and I really wanted to upload it, but it is obviously not happening. If you are interested in finding out more about that episode, head over to Instagram, be sure to follow me, and you will never miss a live again, especially if you hit that icon at the end of my live so that you get notified every time I go live. So for today's episode, it's technically pre-recorded. I did this earlier this morning. I really just wanted to make the podcast as easily accessible and as interactive as people wanted to make it. I felt like this was the best way for me to stay connected with people and see and talk to people on a much more regular basis. Plus, I'm not gonna lie, the little bit of adrenaline rush that I got from doing the live was a lot of fun. So, I definitely think that this is going to be the new weekly style for recording podcasts. I plan on coming back full-time this year. I've completely carved out a bunch more time out of my schedule to prioritize the fine art of adulting and its growth. Without further ado, because I'm sure you're still interested, here is today's podcast. Hi, I'm Jessica Carrera. I started this company because I am obsessed with helping people learn what should have been taught in school. I once needed this resource and couldn't find everything in one place, so I became the very hub I wish I had when I started to navigate this multifaceted thing that we call adulthood. If you are looking to have access to information so that you can better utilize the resources you already have, you are definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome back to yet another live recording here for my podcast and to kind of just interact more again on Instagram. I had a lot of fun with last week's despite the fact that I was really nervous. I'm super excited that this is the first one of the year. Welcome to 2021 everyone. So today I really really wanted to talk about five habits that I think that are so powerful for your life to that you need to acquire for a more positive life, to feel happier, to boost productivity. All of these things kind of infiltrate other aspects of our life. They don't just affect the one thing that I'm going to be talking about, like for each of the things. I've got lots of examples. I'm gonna try to keep this live way shorter than I did last week's. Uh, I really want it to be easy for people to pay attention and get all that they can out of this information because it is seriously so life-changing. So I've got my little sheet here again. Um, So the first thing, I don't know, you might have seen this thing go around on Facebook a while ago. It was something along the lines of, I think it's a, a, a Navy SEAL, don't quote me, and they talk about how important it is to make your bed. And this is for a multitude of reasons. So this is thing number one. Um, I know this sounds really stupid, but just wait because it's a lot more in depth than you think. So 
I made a little note for myself here that first of all, you just want to make it easy for yourself before I dive into it. Make making your bed as easy as possible for yourself. You know, personally, my husband and I don't like sheets, so that makes it a lot easier because we literally just have a blanket to pull straight and we just have a couple of pillows. Obviously, if lots of pillows and sheets are your thing, then go for it. Do whatever lights you up. Personally, having a slightly more minimalist lifestyle lights me up, so that's what I go ahead and do. But basically, the whole purpose of making your bed every day is that it teaches you that the little things matter. And too many people take this for granted. It is so important to not just let these little things go because the little things snowball into bigger things and you begin to think that, you know, like, well, why would I do the dishes? I Because I know this is like a huge reason why people don't make their bed. Why would I make my bed if I'm just going to get back in it again tonight? Well, one, you're just reaffirming that you <laughs> do not deserve to get into a clean and fresh bed which is kind of sad. And two, like you're just basically telling your subconscious on an everyday basis that it's okay to let the little things go. And let's be real. When we clean our house, is it a bunch of little things or is it one or two giant things? It's usually a bunch of little things. So stop letting the little things go and actually take action. And I have another note. Yeah, that it has like a ripple effect on tasks at the beginning of the day you get this one task done and it tells your brain that you know great you've gotten a task done you feel more positive about getting more tasks done it becomes easier again the snowball effect so just go ahead and get that one task done if you want to watch the video that I'm referencing go ahead and go to YouTube after this and just search why you should make your bed every day It'll probably be the first thing that pops up. I think it's less than like six minutes and he goes on and on. There's way more information and it is way more in depth, but I think it's very powerful and it's time to step into our power, guys. It's 2021. There is no time like now. So the next thing I wanted to talk about was a gratitude journal. As I'm frantically looking around, I couldn't find mine just now. I wanted to show you guys. So the super cute little book, um, you don't have to have a fancy book like this. You can have literally any notebook, but all that it has in it, I talked about this last week on my live and I had some people ask me about it. I'll show you the inside. And it just basically gives you a spot to write three things that you are thankful for, that you want to feel gratitude about, and it gives you a quote each week. It's really, really great. I love it. But the important part here is the more you recognize that you are grateful for what you already have, you become more and more, hello everybody who's here. Okay, um, I, the more and more uh, you choose to seek out what you are grateful for in your life, the more you're gonna notice all the things you have, whether it's material items, whether it's relationships, whatever it is, you'll notice the more you start to count your blessings, the more blessings that you have. And naturally, we're trained to see the negative. So what I mean by this is when you go onto Facebook, you go onto the news, do we ever really see anything being highlighted that's extremely positive? 
Or is it all pretty negative? Because especially in the last 24 hours, it has been extremely negative. I don't want to get too into that right now because <laughs> we need to stay on task. But I do want to talk more about that. That is a whole issue in itself. The whole point is, is that consistently we are trained to seek out negative things. And this really just oppresses us. It makes us feel like crap. It depresses us. And it doesn't really get us anywhere. So the more you train yourself to find and seek gratitude in your own life, the more often you're going to be able to find it. It will literally just become easier and easier. So go ahead and start training yourself because the reality is, is that we're all animals with animal minds that can be trained. Basically, we're like high functioning dogs. So think about it like that. Maybe it'll be a little easier to grasp. Um, and then the next thing on my list is some sort of daily meditation slash stretching. And I know this can sound really daunting, especially like if you have a really busy life, you have kids, you're like, how the heck am I going to find time to meditate and find peace and quiet? Well, this is what I do. And I have no kids. <laughs> I probably could meditate right now if I wanted to. But I find that it's most powerful for me right before bed. Every day I listen to a 10 minute guided sleep talk down. It causes me to become more aware, more present. Um, it kind of is like the one that I've been listening to anyways. It tells you to like think about like small moments throughout your day. Like and you think about all the things you got done and you think about all the lives you impacted throughout the day and it's like holy crap, like that feels really good. It completely distracts me from any anxiety I felt about the things I didn't get done because that used to keep me up at night. I would literally become like insomniac, an insomniac. I'm not sure if I'm using that right, but I was having a really hard time even falling asleep, staying asleep, and um, it, it was really difficult. It is extremely debilitating to not get consistent sleep. So I highly recommend doing um, a meditation before bed every day. And if you stick to the same one every single day, you're gonna train your brain over time that this is my time to meditate, this is my time to unwind, this is my time to go to sleep. So I have noticed that now I'm falling asleep before the, the guided meditation is even over. And that is amazing. And then I'm also sleeping a lot better. Um, one more note on sleeping better though, I've had my blinds open at night and apparently the moonlight is supposed to help with your sleep rhythm and whatnot. So maybe try to keep your blinds open and get a little moonlight. So that really, really helps as well. But I do think that the meditation aspect was way more powerful for me because I have a very extremely active mind. And I think that that's pretty true for a lot of people, whether we realize it or not, we're thinking about the tasks we need to get done tomorrow, how we need to take care of other people. Quite oftentimes we're lower on that totem pole. And so it's really nice to reflect at the end of the day on the things that you did for you, the things that you did for other people, other people and all of that. So just something to think about. I really, really can't recommend that enough. And on the stretching note, hold on one second. My cat mom cup again. Get ready to see that every week. Um, anyways, so as far as stretching goes, 
I've been doing this thing where the last 20 minutes of the day when I'm watching TV or whatever, before I'm doing my meditation for bed, I've been foam rolling. I, so I pop the crap out of my back. It feels really good. And I'm releasing physical tension in my body. I'm releasing like the physical anxiety I'm keeping in my body. And not only is that, you know, helping me get better and hold my chiropractic adjustments every day, but it's helping me unwind for bed. And I think that that's super powerful in itself. I just think like having a good routine is going to help train you. Literally, I don't know why I didn't do this sooner. It's life changing, like I said. So it doesn't need to be overwhelming. You don't need to spend countless hours meditating meditating becoming a monk or whatever like you don't need to go wild with it you just need to do what's right for you so 10 minutes a day right at the end of the day easy peasy done all right oh i forgot to mention on the gratitude journal note that i do this right when i wake up so you start the day with gratitude and like I said, because it trains your brain to constantly seek out the gratitude because you're trying to think about, well, what am I going to write in my journal for tomorrow? Like, what am I grateful for today that may I want to journal about tomorrow? So you're going to be more focused on gratitude all day long rather than, you know, like if you did it at the end of the day. I do think that doing things at the end of the day is powerful before bed too because you're putting it in your subconscious and then you think about it all night. Um, but for me, I like to like release at night and it's just easier to do the gratitude at the beginning of the day. It seems to be that a lot of really powerful people, a lot of people who are very wealthy seem to do a lot of these practices too. These aren't things I've just made up or found. These are, I guess they are things I've found, but not like created found, you know what I mean? So I've began practicing a lot of what other people do who are very successful and it brings success to my everyday life. So that that's just something to think about. I think it's so powerful. All right, thing number four is to automate your freaking life. So automate whatever you can. And I don't mean so that you can live mindlessly, right? We want to be very intentional. We want to breathe. Ugh, breathe. <laughs> We want to be very aware in our lives, right? You need to automate the stupid stuff so that you can focus more on the things that matter to you. And so by this, for me, the things that I automate um, are at the beginning of every week, I plan out the week of meals. So I don't have to think about it at all during the week. I can be 100% focused on this I can be 100% focused on other work the garden etc I don't have to be thinking about oh well later I have to do x y and z and blah 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 blah. I literally already have everything for dinner prepped right now for later so automate things if you know that you use like a specific number of toothbrushes in your household then automate on Amazon getting stuff delivered to your house and if you're gonna be doing like toothbrushes for example go ahead and buy bamboo ones stop buying plastic that's just crap but <laughs> that's just like a really poor example i know in an, another example that i've heard recently was um 
oh, other like meal prep services and stuff. You know, I used to do uh, like HelloFresh, but I found a cheaper one, which is Every Plate, which I found to be just as good. But it is really expensive per serving in comparison to buying stuff from the store. So I highly recommend like doing it for a few months, collecting recipes, getting great at cooking, and then making it yourself. And my husband and I no longer need the service itself because we're just able to do it. We know we're capable of it. He literally works at a grocery store, so I send him with a list or he creates a list and it's just so much easier. So learn to automate like food and whatnot. Um, as far as like ordering things goes, like I said, the, the one that I had heard was if you know that you drink a gallon of, not a gallon, what am I saying? You drink a liter of water right when you wake up to go ahead and hold on. I'm getting text messages. Oh, I don't know if you can see and hear me still. I have no idea if my connection is poor. I know I saw it a second ago, but I was getting some text just now from a friend saying that it wasn't on. So I don't know what that's all about. But regardless, I'm recording it on my mic. So it'll be on the podcast. I didn't even get last week's up on the podcast yet just because of the fact that I was super busy last weekend in the garden, unexpectedly expanding everything. So that's a story for another day. Anyways, if you are trying to automate your life um, and you know you drink a liter of water every single day right when you get up and you drink bottled water, which you should not, um, go ahead and get on like some sort of like subscription where it keeps costs low, like where you know where cost is much lower and you can not have to think about it anymore. When you remove all these other things that cloud your mental capacity, you have so much more room for everything else that is important. So go ahead and make sure to automate things in your life that you can. Um, I know another thing for me that I've automated was, uh, yeah, just like frequent purchases. I've already kind of touched base on this. So frequent purchases, food, etc. make your life easy so that you can have more time to focus when things do pop up in your life. You have more energy to focus on the things out of your control. So basically gain control of the areas of your life that you can be in control of, but be mindful of what you can and can't control. Otherwise, you're just going to be left frustrated and upset. So um, the very last thing on my list is the, the one minute rule. What is the one minute rule? You might be asking. So if you see a task that takes less than a minute to do, do it now. Do not put it off for later. Do it right now. A lot of the times, like I said earlier, like when our house is super messy, it's a bunch of tiny little tasks. It's usually not just one large project or something. It's usually a bunch of tiny little things that can lead to overwhelm because you're like, where do I even start? So my recommendation is start with this, the one minute rule, just because an object in motion often stays in motion. So if you're telling yourself, hey, I'm just going to clean for one minute, 
you are likely going to end up cleaning for more than a minute and you're not going to feel like it was hard because once you get started, it becomes so much easier as like, I feel like a lot of people say that like, like half the battle is literally just getting started. So get started. If it takes a minute, just do it. I think I, I had learned that from the minimalist mom on YouTube. She also, um, made a rule about laundry that I follow that I really like and it's um, do 80% of your laundry or to make sure that you have 80% of your laundry done 80% of the time which I think is like perfect because you're never gonna have all your laundry done at once and this keeps it super less stressful so that's really like a sixth bonus tip but uh take that however you want I know I had a few people ask about well, like, what is your laundry routine like? How do you do it? And truth be told, when I am running low on something, like, I do separate loads of laundry for my paper towels and for my toilet paper, I make a note to Alexa. And ah, she's turning on. Okay. Um, <laughs> I make a note to her and I get her to remind me later. And so this is another way in which I've automated my life is literally just with basically having a personal assistant which once you purchase her she's just there all of the time I get her to remind me to do things later all of the time especially if I'm out of the house and I'm like oh crap I really have to do x y or z later and I want to let that thought go so I can be more present in the moment I'm able to release that completely release it so learn how to Get rid of those tasks out of your brain. It's so much easier that way. All right, it has already been like 20 minutes. I'm very surprised that it turned into such a long thing again. Um, that's okay. So that those were the five tips. Tip one was make your bed every day. Two was gratitude journal. Three is meditation and stretch. Four, automate what you can. And five, the one minute rule. And then I shared about laundry. So like I said, be mindful of what you can and can't control. Allow yourself the patience when there is something out of your control that does pop up. Give yourself patience. Ask yourself what this is teaching you. Don't be negative and antsy about it. Start asking, what is this trying to show me? What is this trying to teach me? And it, it will shift everything. So I hope that you enjoyed today's video slash listening to me or whatever you plan on doing. Um, I will actually be uploading this to the podcast today. Uh, I totally lost <laughs> last week's recording. I have no idea what happened to it. I completely lost it on my computer. So I'm going to be a lot more intentional about dealing with it right away and uploading it. So you'll probably see it there later this afternoon. So I will catch you guys next week at 9 a.m. yet again. I have no idea what I'm talking about yet next week. I have some ideas. I wrote down um, some ideas on how to let go of things that bother you. Let me know if this is something that sounds interesting to you. Um, Miranda says, so true. I really needed to just get started and I feel so much less stress and more productive. I totally get that. And she also says, can't wait to go back and re-listen and use all these tips. So. I really hope that you guys do use these tips. Let me know in the comments below what you do use, what you've already done if you do any of these things, how that's impacted your life. 
Um, I think that sharing the knowledge is power for everybody. And that's the whole purpose of why we're here. So like I said, I will catch you guys next week at 9 a.m. And until then. If this episode has helped you in any way, shape, or form, I would so super appreciate it if you clicked subscribe and left me a review. The more reviews we get, the greater reach we have, and the more impact we will make. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and like us on Facebook. Be sure to check out our website and sign up for our mailing list so you don't miss out on any promotions. I look forward to connecting with you again in the next episode.